Welcome to the Zanbergen Report, where wealth strategies and pop culture collide, featuring your distinguished host and certified financial planner, Bart Zandbergen. Welcome to our show of dream chasers and wealth makers. We are thrilled to be back in the studio today with a new episode of the Zanbergen Report. I'm proud to bring in the movers, shakers, and difference makers who are passionate about sharing what they have learned and what you need to know today. Well, welcome everyone. Glad to be back in the studio again. And I'm very happy to have with me today, Alec Glasser from the Drake Restaurant in Laguna Beach. Alec, welcome to the show. It's always wonderful to be here. <laughs> always. <laughs> when you're not second. flying back to Tahiti. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm here in, La- in Laguna uh, and glad to have you here today. Um, I enjoyed our show uh, last time. I think it was about six months ago we last got together, give or take. Yeah, just yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So um, been to the restaurant many times since and enjoyed myself there and 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 really, really enjoying my time getting closer to your your charitable group, the the Drake Gibbs. Yes, we're doing some good things. Some very good things. I know we're gonna talk about we got an event coming up, so we'll talk about that. Um, so maybe I, I thought I would start with uh, sharing the having you share the progress of what the Jake uh, the Drake Gibbs has done so far since the last fundraiser. Well, uh, you know, we're, we're really growing a lot. Uh, we started out uh, very simply, but now we have a relationship with Save the Music Foundation, which has uh, been in existence for 25 years, started by uh, the folks um, who um, did MTV. Oh. Yeah. And so uh, it's a very established organization, and what they do is nationwide – uh, provide music instruments and instruction for underserved public schools. Yeah. So we have linked with them, and we now focus on Orange County, and we are their Orange County arm to be able to place the music. Oh, that's great. Place the, the, the yeah. funds with the music. Yeah. So that's a result from the last fundraiser. Yeah. That's absolutely. fantastic. Wow. Um, and I th- it sounds like some of the support went to the Anaheim public school system as well, right? Yeah, we are very proud to have provided all of the instruments for the Anaheim Elementary School District. Yeah, which yeah. is cool. We've we've now since our founding in about uh, 2021, we have um, raised almost four hundred thousand dollars and um, provided instruments and instruction to about four thousand kids. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I don't remember if I mentioned it last time or if it came up, but that was my that was my school s- system. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I grew up in Anaheim, oh. Anaheim public school system. Very cool. Good people there. Yeah, and they really love the music program. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was in the band there too. What What did you play? Drums. Cool. Very <laughs> cool. Were you in the marching band or? I did both. I was in the marching as well as the orchestra band, uh, and then a stage band. That was my extra credit. Oh, uh, okay. So I did more kind of jazz, and it was so much fun. Played for a while after, and I kind of went in and out, right? So stopped playing for a while, and then you moved to Laguna, and you, the sound travels so much, right? You can't really bang on some drums. Right, but and it then, stays with you. Yeah, it sure does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My daughter now is, is um, well, she's learning uh, ukulele. I can't say ukulele to her. It's ukulele. Okay. And then she, I'm also trying to teach her a little bit about the drums and beats and stuff. How old is she now? She's seven, my youngest. Great age. Yeah. And my oldest daughter actually start, um, 
I don't know if I had any influence, but played drums through school as well, junior high and high school. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Female drummer. Female drummer. Sexy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I've always kind of found it interesting, and one of the reasons that I've encouraged all my kids to play instruments is that I know that there's some connection in between mind, you know, instruments, and their capacity for learning. Oh, yeah. There, there actually have been a lot of studies that document a very strong uh, connection positively between music and cognitive ability. Yeah. And they've done tests with people who don't play instruments against people who do. And obviously, there's definitely a connection to improve cognitive ability. Yeah. It's also an emotional um, ability that gets raised too because it's an outlet for creativity. Yeah. It's a decrease of stress, gives the kids a positive thing to do. Yeah. And uh, creates social good social behavior right because you have to connect with other people and work with other people yeah that makes sense there's countries outside of the united states where i think that it's more of a um i don't know if mandated is the right word but it's more expected and i and i think you know the those countries their their students end up really benefiting from that oh yeah and you don't have to go on to be a professional musician to to get the benefits of this, yeah, because it does help your cognitive skills, social skills, uh, emotional stability, and so there are a lot of benefits even for people who don't right move through it professionally. Yeah, kind of. I've always wanted. Um, I, I love piano. I've never played, but to improve my cognitive and social skills, I think I will pick up piano here shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't think you need it, but it, <laughs> it doesn't hurt. it'll be good for doesn't you anyway. Hurt. But actually, uh, all kidding aside, um, I've done studies recently on, on you know on aging and longevity and um, just kind of a thing I'm interested in, and also musical instruments, especially for people as they're getting closer to retirement. I've got a lot of clients that I have seen um, both good and not so good after they've retired. If they completely check out, um, I've, I've seen in my meetings some cognitive, you know, impairment. Um, and I think that through the stuff that I've been reading, the studies have shown that picking up an instrument in, in advanced ages is very beneficial. Well, yeah, a- anything that uh, allows your mind to keep working uh, on the creative side or I- any way, yeah. keep your mind busy, um, Music keeps your body active yeah. if you're playing something. And again, it, it has to do with reduced tension, stress, and a yeah. lot of other things. Yeah. yeah. Do you, um, your saxophone, right? Saxophone. Are you, do you play regularly? I play off and on. Yeah. Um, uh, honestly, um, yeah. it's just kind of funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. To, no, but, no, please. But uh, I went, to, when I w- was raised in New York. Yeah. Uh, they had forced busing into, okay. for integration yeah, purposes. Yeah, sure. And so I was um, bused to, uh, into South Jamaica, which was heavily, you know, um, black yeah. uh, black schools. Yeah. And so I, was, I went to school with yeah. 90% yeah. black kids. Okay. And so uh, being a skinny Jewish kid, uh, I could not make any of the sports teams. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> these, <laughs> the guys that I was competing with were just superstars and went on to 
you know, college ball and the rest. And so um, I went in the band. Yeah. Hey, you, you got to do something. Something, yeah. You got to have some criteria to meet girls. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I went into the band and yeah. um, I uh, actually asked around to all the, the other gals. Yeah. And I said, what's the best instrument? To play, a guy could play. What's the sexiest? Sexiest? Instrument? I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> saxophone. Yeah. So, huh. I played the saxophone. Yeah, good choice. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, we got a fundraiser coming up, June sixth. June sixth. Right. Right. And uh, groove for good. Let's um. What? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um. We uh, like to do uh, two fundraisers a year. Uh, one at the Drake and one off-site. Yeah. Uh, this one's going to be at the Drake. We changed the format and limited the uh, number of folks that are coming. It'll be about 100 people, uh, a very uh, exclusive. Um, we have It's going to be a, a musical theme, Groove for Good. Yeah. So we have three amazing uh, mus- musical artists. Right. Uh, and... Uh, so a lot of entertainment, a lot of music-driven. Uh, uh, the food, our chef, Paul Gersten, has prepared a special menu. I saw the menu. Looks fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's yeah. terrific. Yeah. And it'll be wine pairings with that. Yeah. Uh, very special evening and um, lots, of, lots of fun. It'll yeah. be a lot of fun. What I've noticed about this so far is um, I, I've been to a number of, of charity events and they're usually quite large, right? And it's and um, not just it's a different format, quite large banquet food, large room, same pretty much the same format. Um, this one is going to be quite unique with a smaller crowd, more um, I'd say bespoke menu, right? And the yes. and the wine pairing. I know. Um, um, We've been working on the wine and getting the right wine to go with the right courses. I think it's going to be pretty fantastic. Yeah, it's a beautiful menu. And I just recent, right before I came here, uh, was working with uh, Elite OC, which is going to manage the event. Yep, they're great. And they are terrific. Yeah. I mean, they have everything <laughs> to their last detail. Yeah, they're pros. Yeah. Yeah. Even the menus are special design. And yeah, I saw kind of pictures of that. It's going to be. It's going to be quite special. Really nice. Um, are you still looking for? Um, are there still tickets to be sold? Are you still looking for sponsors? Always. Yeah, we all, <laughs> always. Loaded question. That's a cap with capitals <laughs> underlined bold. Yeah, <laughs> always. Okay. Yeah, we have some seats left, um, and uh, this is a different. We took a different direction, and this is all sponsor driven. In other words. People buy a table, right? And so there are large tables. There are even tables for two. Yeah. But it's a table-driven sponsorship. Yeah. And that um, is unique. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the sponsors not only you know get to attend the event, but we have a, a lot of publicity that we give our sponsors. Yeah. So it benefits them uh, in a lot of different ways. Okay. Before we go, we'll, we'll put the um, contact information out for that. Um, we had a lot of fun on the last show talking about kind of what what got you here to California, what got you to open the Drake, uh, and your kind of your work history and, and who you met. 
Um, we I loved the conversation about Muhammad Ali or um, oh, fun. Just don't call him Cassius, Cassius Clay. No, <laughs> no. Who else? Who else? Can you give us any other stories? Listeners love stories. Like who else did you meet that you would have a good story about? Uh, well, there were a lot of cool people at the hotel. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. All, you know, remember this was the '60s. I was 17, <laughs> and um, you know, I was living at the hotel yeah. four months a year. Oh, you were. I, my my parents didn't want me to go back and forth on. I was the night shift elevator operator. Yeah. So my shift ended at two in the morning. Right. So my parents didn't want me to be taking the subway at, two, at three in the morning. So rightly so. Yeah. We worked out a deal with the general manager, and I stayed. I lived in the hotel. Yeah. Whatever room was not uh, rented, <laughs> I took. And uh, so I lived in this swanky Park Avenue hotel. Yeah. Four months a year, and. You know, you get to know a lot of the guests, the regular guests, pretty well. Yeah. And one of my favorites was Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. He was a character. Yeah. And um, we had, he he was one of those guys that um, had very special tastes, and so, you know, he you know, he would say uh, he he'd come out to the elevator and he'd say, Alec, I'm I'm running low on on on, on Johnny Walker Blue. Can you get me some? <laughs> So <laughs> I had all these contacts, yeah. and so I yeah. would bring whatever he want. Um, you know, Dean Martin would show up sometimes, and yeah. Frank would show up sometimes. And um, um, Frank, he always drank Jack Daniels. So yeah, he would, Sammy would come out and say, get a bottle of Jack, and this and that. So I would do a lot of that right. for him. No cell phones at the time, actually. No, <laughs> no, no. And, and the, but the greatest part was he was uh dating at the time a uh, a white beautiful scandinavian actress okay and it, it, back in those days the the the, um, the entertainment industry you know remember this was the 60s yeah and so uh, a lot of the entertainers a lot of the companies the distribution companies movie companies etc you needed to be more discreet relative mm-hmm. to interracial Inter- dating yeah. back yeah. in those days. Yeah. So I would sneak his girlfriend up in the uh, oh. in the service elevator. Wow. And so it was really cool. He would always let me know. She would she'll be here at 8 o'clock. Yeah. And I would make sure I was in the service elevator. His <laughs> limo would come up. It had a big S on the side. It was a Cadillac. Very discreet. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, it was a 60, so yeah. um, so uh, she would come in, and uh, so we got to be really, because she was there all the time. I yeah. would take her up, I would yeah. take her down yeah. in the service elevator. And my tip was a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> so That's great. I was getting kissed by, you know, yeah. this magnificent yeah. actress, yeah. model. Priceless. Priceless, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. So it was a lot of fun. I yeah. I, I was kind of his guy. Yeah. Yeah. You must have stories for days. Yeah, a lot. Some I can talk about, some so, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so where that hotel was located, was that central to like where they were performing or or is it just um, where all the nightlife was? It was 56th and Park Avenue, okay. so Midtown. Okay. And um, it was a musically driven hotel because on the one side of the lobby was the Drake Room, 
which was the formal dining room where there was a grand piano in the center of the room. It was a supper club concept. Mm. And all the great blues and jazz guys played there. Uh, and on their breaks, they would go into the kitchen. And on my break, I would go into the kitchen. So I would hang out with all these really cool guys. Yeah. And uh, and I played saxophone. So yeah. uh, Coltrane played there regularly. Okay. And he, he would give me a little, some tips on yeah. riffs on sax. Wow. Oh, yeah. So I had some really cool times. And then on the other side of the lobby yeah. was uh, Shepard's Disco, which was preceded, preceded yeah. Studio 54. Wow. wow. It was the place. Yeah. So I was in the middle of this great musical yeah. vibe. Wow. And that was what it was about. Yeah. Do you, what's your, what's your go-to genre? You're going to put something on. Uh, I'm a, I like the blues. Huh? I like the blues. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm actually planning, uh, for the fall. And this is a great trip for yeah. people and for yeah. you. Yeah. You know, you, you start uh, in Chicago yeah. and you follow the Mississippi River down. You go down through Nashville and Memphis yeah. and all the way down to New Orleans. And it's kind of a roadhouse blues trip. Wow. Yeah. So that's where I go. It's a blues thing. Yeah. Is this something you've plotted out yourself or is this a, a known trail for such a trip? You know, I'm kind of working on uh, different ideas. I've met some really cool musicians through the Drake yeah. um, who live in the Memphis and Nashville area, one in Chicago. Yeah. So they're going to help me design this trip. But there are books yeah. that, uh, oh, okay. that talk about this, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Cool. Um, anything else we should know about the, uh, about the event coming up? Well, I, I guess probably the most important thing is that uh, all the proceeds uh, benefit uh, kids who are in public school in underserved communities where but for help from the outside, mm -hmm. they would not have a vibrant music programs. So it's a special thing. It goes locally to Orange County kids. And uh, like we talked about earlier, it's really so important for kids if they're not going into athletics, maybe if, even if they are, yeah. but as an alternative to have something after school which really allows them to stay off the streets, do yeah. something productive, allows them a, 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 an opportunity to express their creativity, mm -hmm. engage socially, and... Um, Reduces isolation, mm -hmm. which I guess is a big factor these days. These days, for sure. You know, gets them yeah. connected again. And all the 100% of our, our proceeds go to those those kind of kids. You left out a very important feature, attract the girls. Yes. <laughs> 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 or if you're a girl and you play the drums <laughs> yeah. like your daughter, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then attract mm. the boys. That's right. That's yeah. right. You know, I, I think it's worth noting, and and um, I don't know if you know this about my practice. Um, so I'm in finance, right? Wealth advisory, yes. but I'm um, I, I take a very holistic approach. And over the years, I've I've created what uh, um, kind of a, the tenets of true wealth. So I look at wealth not just money, right? Sure. Matter of fact, that's the the last tenet of the entire stack. Um, 
one example is uh, health, and I think health is the ultimate wealth, right? Because if you think about all the money in the world, and I've seen it, people could have millions of million, hundreds of millions of dollars, and if your your health is failing, and what good is your money? Right, right. It's not going to do any good. But one of the tenets also is is legacy and service to others, and I think you are a perfect example of of those tenets and what you're doing and. One a legacy of the of the organization, but you know, service to others and helping. So, gratitude to you. Oh, thanks. You know, I yeah. it's um, I think it's important to step back every once in a while and reexamine your your priorities mm-hmm. in life. Reexamine your values, your priorities, and uh, they change. You know, when you're in your twenties, there. <laughs> They're very different than when you're <laughs> yeah. older. That's right. <laughs> I'm not going to say my age. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say older. <laughs> but it's older. <laughs> and uh, you know, you got to step back and just re-examine it and um, and figure out what what calls to you, what calls to your heart. You know, I have some friends that uh, they love to play golf, and that's their life, and it's very cool. Yeah. And and they, that's what they it calls to them. That's their passion. Yeah. And others have different passions. Uh, for me, I I love to play golf once a week, <laughs> but yeah. it's not going to be my life. So right. Um, this is something that fills me with um, a lot of rewarding experiences, especially because sure. what what we do is we just don't write checks. We go down to the schools. Yeah. And we. You know, hang with the, the kids and uh, the, mu- the, the music teachers, and to sit down with a in a in a fifth fifth grade class <laughs> where, where kids are playing keyboards yeah. on the floor. Yeah, and it's a wonderful experience. Yeah, it must be. It's really wonderful. It must be. Yeah. Well, well done. Thank you. My pleasure. It's <laughs> oh, it's a gift that yeah. I get. Yeah. I receive. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. Um, how can people learn more about the event and uh, even contact for sponsorship? Uh, well, we're, we have a, a big presence uh, online. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to our website, uh, thedrakegives.net. Uh, .net, that's right. And, uh, or you go to the Drake, the Drake in Laguna, the restaurant yeah. website. Yeah. There's a tab, I've seen the tab. for the yeah. Drake Gives. Yeah. It will all take you to the uh, page for the event. Yeah. I'm sure somewhere, somehow, Wendy will uh, end up um, <laughs> in there somewhere. The Wendy. The Wendy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. She's great. Makes my life easier. Yeah. We all need a Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I want to thank you for taking the time. This has been great. Thanks for sharing your stories, and, and thanks for all you do for the community. Thank you for having me. Uh, I love what you're doing as well. Thank you. Uh, because you're helping a lot with our uh, efforts. Yeah. And so thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. And I want to thank everyone who was tuned in and we look forward to being back in the studio next week. Cheers. Tune in next week for the latest edition of the Zanbergen Report, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Catch up on our recent shows by visiting podcast.bartzanbergen.com. The Zanbergen Report is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio and Spotify. 
Interested in being a featured guest on our show or have a question you'd like to hear us answer? Email podcast at bartsandbergen.com. The contents of this podcast episode do not constitute an offer of securities or a solicitation of an offer to buy securities and may not be relied upon in making an investment decision related to any investment offering Access Wealth Management LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Access does not warrant the accuracy or completeness of the information contained herein. Opinions are our current opinions and are subject to change without notice. Prices, quotes, rates are subject to change without notice. Generally, investments are not FDIC insured, not bank guaranteed and may lose value. Brokerage services are offered through to Sarah Capital, member FINRA.